All right, wrestling fans, it's Wednesday, so that means it is your weekly installment of the fantasy wrestling mindset of Pro Wrestling America. This week, coming to you from the Fargo Dome in Fargo, North Dakota. I am Southern Dynamite Doug Minton. Thanking you for being here today, and we have a few things going on in the world of the PWA. First of all, we are stopping the house shows after this circuit. So this coming weekend is the last of the house shows. We will just be doing the Wednesday cards, mostly because it's just getting to be a pain to try to keep all of them going and having everybody in and having all the feuds still make sense. Officially, from the PWA perspective, it's from low attendance. That's the first thing. The second thing is we have two wrestlers who have asked to be released from their contracts uh, to be able to go back to Japan. So Jushin Thunder Liger and Great Kabuki, who were slated on my horizon to have a good feud throughout the summer, have asked to go to Japan. So I have graciously given them... Uh, the way out of their contracts and have signed then two more to build up the strong army guns for hire feud as we'll have Brad Armstrong come in for the strong army and Bart Gunn come in for guns for hire. They are not on today's card, but they will show up in the house shows leading up to next week's card. So look for that next week. All right, so let's get into it right now. Last Friday, June 18th, Brookings, South Dakota, Danny Davis defeated J.C. Ice. Savannah Jack continued his run in his gauntlet by defeating Ruff. Iron Mike Sharp defeated Brett Wayne Sawyer. Ken Wayne defeated Wolfie D. Buzz Sawyer defeated television champion Dirty Dutch Mantell in a non-title match. And then Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Iceman King Parsons in the main event. The next night we were in Watertown, South Dakota. You had the opening match starting off with Billy Gunn defeating Eric Embry. Then Savannah Jack defeating Wolfie D. David Von Erich defeating Kurt Henning. Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels defeating Austin Idol. Jimmy Golden defeating Jesse James Armstrong with a little help from Billy Gunn. And then former World Tag Team Champions Bobo Brazil and Special Delivery Jones defeated Gold Dust and Rasta the Voodoo Man. Now we get to tonight's card, Fargo Dome, Fargo, North Dakota. We start off with Savannah Jack defeating Rasta the Voodoo Man in a time of 5 minutes 38 seconds. This was a match that was really nothing much to see. Rasta is just getting a little rusty and has really not been used much, but maybe that will be picked back up if we have his tag team of Gold Dust taking off with the fans. The next match had Kurt Henning defeating Jerry Lawler in a great battle that was very much like their battle at the Mid-South Coliseum where Jerry Lawler actually beat Henning for the world heavyweight title, but this time it was in Henning's favor. The next match had Rick Rude facing Great Kabuki in his last match for the PWA for right now. That match uh, quickly ended in a time of 4 minutes 37 seconds. Next match on the card had the tag team of the Honky Tonk Man and Gentleman Chris Adams continuing their feud with Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert and Raven. Getting the win this time was the Honky Tonk Man and Chris Adams in a time of 10 minutes 38 seconds 
with a super kick followed by the shake, rattle, and roll on Raven. The next match had Chris Candido facing off against Bobo Brazil. And Bobo started to have the upper hand in this match, but Candido gets the pin, rolling him up with a handful of tights in a time of 5 minutes, 33 seconds. Then we go to the next match in, or the first match in the Strong Army Guns for Hire feud for the Knights card, where you have Jesse James Armstrong and Eric Embry facing off against PG-13. And PG-13 pulls off what many would consider the surprise upset over Armstrong and Embry as Wolfie D pins Embry in a time of 7 minutes, 29 seconds. Right after that match, the next one had Billy Gunn and Jimmy Golden, the other side of the other half of the Guns for Hire, facing off against the other half of the Strong Army, the Nightmares. And Jimmy Golden gets the win for his team as he plants Danny Davis with a brain buster and pins him in a time of 15 minutes, 53 seconds. Then we have a great 30-minute time limit match. Main event anywhere in the world. Stone Cold Steve Austin facing off against Terry Funk. And this was a brawl, as you would expect from either one of these guys. And it comes down to really Funk not being able to withstand a third stunner. Trying after the second one to get a pile driver on Austin. But Austin backdrops him. And as Terry Funk gets back up, hits him with that third stunner, pins him in a time of 24 minutes, 23 seconds. Now we get into our first main event of the evening. You had Great Muda defending the American heavyweight title against Goldust. This feud has been broiling for a while. And Muda wins the match by disqualification after Goldust throws him over the top rope in disgust in a time of 23 minutes, 37 seconds. Muda comes back in, missed Goldust and referee Jerry Calhoun as well in disgust over it, but he does leave the Fargo Dome with the American heavyweight title still around his waist. So now the other main event, double title match. But this time it is one side putting up both titles. Brickhouse Brown being forced to defend his television title in the first 15 minutes of the match. But Iceman and Brickhouse are having to defend the world tag team titles in the entire match. So you have Iceman King Parsons and Brickhouse Brown defending their titles against David Von Erich and Dirty Dutch Mantel. And this match just goes everywhere. It far bypasses the 15-minute time limit, so Brickhouse Brown continues to be the television title, but this broke down into just a brawl everywhere. These four guys showed what it means to really despise each other as they took apart the ringside area. In fact, the guardrails were taken out and thrown into the ring at various points in time and all four men had faced the tortures of having themselves whipped into those guardrails. So those ringside fans in the Fargo Dome yeah, were really ringside because there was nothing separating them from the action. 
52 minutes this match last. Finally, David Von Erich pins Iceman with the Iron Claw on in the middle of the ring, underneath a underneath one of the sides of the guardrail to win the World Tag Team titles for themselves. Your new World Tag Team Champions for the second time now are Dirty Dutch Mantel and David Von Erich. And again, this match just went everywhere. This match might even get us kicked out of North Dakota because it was literally, the fans were at danger at most multiple times in this match. But the PWA prides itself on providing the best in wrestling ability, and that is what they saw, was you had the match ending with a wrestling move and a pinfall. Not, yes, okay, there was a guardrail involved, but not with the massive number of chair shots, the ring steps, the announce table, the timekeeper's table, anything and everything you can come up with. Everything was used in this match, and it was just bloody. But you have one side decisively winning, Walking out with their hands raised and the World Tag Team title belts are David Von Erich and Dirty Dutch Mantel. Brickhouse Brown gets to keep his television title for another week. We'll see what happens next week as he again is having to defend his title and it's probably going to be against Dirty Dutch Mantel because these four guys just can't get enough of each other. And that's one of the great things about a feud especially the bigger feuds in the territories, is that you had these matches that really end up everywhere. And surprisingly, this didn't go back into the dressing rooms and anything. It all stayed in the ringside area with the fans right there with them. But that's the problem. The fans were also right there in the middle of the action. So they will probably face some sanctions as we get probably fined from the Fargo Dome, but that's... What happens when you have wrestlers who really dislike each other? So that's it for this week for Pro Wrestling America. These are getting shorter and shorter, but once I get off of having to do the house shows, there will be the bigger talking about each of the matches going on, especially as we get into July and we get into the Illinois heavyweight title Deadly Dozen Tournament. That you'll want to be here for because then those matches or those cards will have 13, 14, 15 matches on them. And they will be great matches. Most of them would be highly touted matches anywhere in the country, anywhere in history. But encourage you to be back next week for Pro Wrestling America as we come full circle once again back to the XL Energy Center in Minneapolis Minnesota, beginning another rotation around the circuit of the territory and having the last couple of house shows this weekend. So until next time, this is Southern Dynamite Doug Minton thanking you for listening to Pro Wrestling America and hoping that you are safe as you wrestle with the theology around you this week.